good intentions start with motivation. Uh, just something that just kind of popped in my head there. I forgot to share with you guys. I don't know. I've never been one for quotes or uh, making sense of things. So if that didn't make sense to you, don't worry. It didn't make sense to me either. Except uh, I do think there's some uh, some weight in that bucket, right? There's some water in that pail. Because, uh, you know, if you have good intentions... It tends to mean there's something motivating you on what you're doing. So, anyhow, welcome back, Just Dad Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon, and that is the beginning of a new week. So let's play some intro music, and we'll get right into it. Well, what you don't know can't hurt you. So, I may or may not have just had to delete an hour's worth of uh, podcasting. I may or may not have left it on in my pocket and uh, hit the button multiple times to get multiple recordings. Long story short, good morning. It's Monday and everyone seems to have a case of the Mondays today, or at least I have a case of the Mondays today. Uh, earlier it was like nine o'clock. Now it's 10 o'clock and yeah, totally different way I expected today to go. But long story short, um, good morning. Thank you for listening to the just a dad podcast. Let's get on with the show, right? Let's talk about being just a dad. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if people look at me cause they think it's weird that I'm talking into my phone while I drive, or if I just am funny looking, but, uh, as a dad, do we really care? I mean, you've seen the shoes we wear, right? There's those comfortable, just a dad type shoes, you know, like New Balances, or, you know, if you're cool, you get, you know, like Brooks running shoes or something like that to wear. Not that I have the cool ones, but no, but seriously, I mean, let's, let's talk about this, right? And, and personally, I think this is the way it should be, right? Absolutely, 1,000%. This is the way we should look at things as dads, as husbands, okay? Um, for one, okay, we, we all know the cliche of a soccer mom, right? Minivan, uh, hair is probably pulled back in a ponytail because she doesn't have time to do it in the morning, you know, got the car seats in the van, whatever, right? We get You get the gist of what a soccer mom's looking like. You know, she's not trying to impress, but she's not trying to be, you know, a slouch either. So you get the same thing with dads, right? I mean, I know they got the whole dad bod thing going on now, and I don't really understand that. I mean, because that's just, I mean, realistically, a dad bod. Are you saying it, that you want us to have a beer gut, or you don't want us to have a beer gut? Because we don't know, but we're going to have a beer gut just because. But it doesn't have to be for beer because we don't all drink beer. Uh, like myself, I'd rather have the whiskey. So, anyhow. But no, when you think of a dad, right? Like your your family man type dad. Yes, yeah, so I'm talking about you know the ones you know us guys who are married and uh, have kids and all that good jazz. Um, I'm sorry, I'm watching this dude break up some uh, this pond area that's been kind of over flooding for a while it's cool they're adding some kind of texture to it so it actually looks like a pond and not just like where water has you know floated up over uh you know from being unlevel if that makes sense all right anyways 
uh, it was cool looking. So, and you know, it's it's a tractor tool. You know what I mean? Like a backhoe. That's this just cool, fun to watch. That's probably fun to do too. I love that job. So, <clears throat> anyways, yeah, dads. You know, it's it's you got the belt clip. You got the you know I wouldn't say fanny pack, but you know you have your necessities on you. You know what I mean? You got uh, your shirt tucked in. You got your New Balances. You pull your socks up. You know, you get, we're not worried about being cool anymore, right? It's about being comfortable. Okay, that's what I'm trying to get at. I mean, as a dad, if you're still, and you're married, and you're still trying to look, you know, to the T, you know, like, what's that saying? Um, dressed, to the, dressed to the nines or whatever. If you're trying to look sharp all the time, who are you trying to impress? And why are you trying to impress them? Right? Like, seriously, guys, if, if you are a dad, or you're, let's, let's skip the dad part. If you're a husband, and you're trying to dress up all the time, look your best all the time, you're trying to do it for somebody else. You're not doing that for your wife. You got your wife. You're married. You don't... And that's that's what I, I don't understand. Like, we're at a point in our lives where we don't have to be, you know, like, sitting on the couch with, uh, you know, like, Al Bundy style. We don't have to do that, right? We love our wives. We're not going to do the Al Bundy. Um, or Ted Bundy. No, it's Al Bundy. <laughs> Sorry, there's a quick, there's a big mix-up on that one. But, you, you know, you don't have to be Al Bundy with your hands in your pants, sitting on the couch eating potato chips with a beer, right? But, um, you don't have to be, you know, buttoned up all the time. We, we have this privilege as dads and husbands to be more relaxed, to, to wear the dad shoes, to be comfortable and not have to dress up all the time. And I almost say out of the love for our wives, we shouldn't try to be impressing everyone we're around. We want to look good for our wives, but the idea is that, you know, if we do the relaxed look all the time, when we take our wife out and we dress up, it lets her know we're putting on the show because we're taking her out. You know what I mean? Like, it's, how do you, how do you explain? You know what I'm talking about. You don't, you know, these kids, when they go to prom, they're dressing up. They're not wearing their normal clothes because it's an occasion. It's something special. When you take your wife out, it should be special. Especially me. When I can take my wife out, which isn't often, yeah, I try to look better. Sorry, I'm still finishing my coffee from this morning. But uh, yeah, I try to look better. Not because I want other women to see me, but because I want my wife to see that I care about our occasion of going out. Right? I want her to know I love her and I'm dressing up because I want her to be able to show me off. It's not me showing off it's her being able to show me off and her saying look my guy actually knows how to tuck his shirt in you know what I mean um but I don't do that all the time right most of the time I'm in flip-flops and shorts and you know or something uh much more chill so just something to consider as a husband uh respect your wife in that manner um but we are called to love our wives and therefore if she prefers it a different way do it you know make her happy so but as a dad right as a dad we 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 have this luxury of we're kind of we should be in a place in our lives we're not trying to find another woman and, and obviously this is still for married dads but we shouldn't and no you know what no i'm sorry this is for single dads and married dads okay here's the deal married or single all right and this is where you got to stay in your lane if you're married okay and i know it's it's tough sometimes to, to not do the flirtatious dad mode right but if um you know, you're the dad doing the sports with your kids and stuff, and you're you're gonna have those soccer moms out there, or baseball moms, or football moms, or whatever, 
that are out there just the same. Okay, stay in your lane, but you know, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you're, you're gonna kind of pull in this level of attractiveness anyway, because everyone wants the husband who's involved, right? Every woman wants that involved husband. So maybe this is now for you single dads. If, if you are trying to impress, you don't have to do that much work on cleaning yourself up. The woman's more looking at what you're doing for your kid, right? And how involved you are in their life. Um, and, and because that's what matters at our age, right? Like as you get older, it's more about what, what do you bring to the table as a man? You know, it's not how good can you dress. You're not, you're not going to look as good as you did when you were young, right? And the same thing goes. If, if you're single and you meet a soccer mom and she's single and y'all say, hey, well, let's get out sometime. Then you can dress up a little bit more, you know, right? You don't want to dress in nines because you, you don't want to throw it all out there at once. But, you know, baby steps, you know, get it get it going piece by piece. So, um, yeah. So I know that went kind of everywhere. But, you know, I, I think it's important to kind of, I don't know, maybe I'm the only one that thinks this way. But I think as, as a dad, you know, we are... Uh, still wanting to feel attractive to other women but we have to remember not to cross that line and don't cross that line because for those of us that have crossed that line you know that's a freaking tornado so dance the line don't cross it and obviously for you women's side no we shouldn't even dance the line right um but dancing on the line is better than crossing the line so um I don't know. And I'm not saying be flirtatious and send, you know, bad signals or whatever. I'm just saying I'd rather a guy be someone I kind of look sideways at than a guy who I look at and say he's doing wrong. You know what I mean? There, there is a difference in that. There is a level of, you know, polite joking talk you can have with a woman before it becomes crossing that line. So, um... But yeah, so no worries, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. This segment kind of went everywhere all at once. So, long story short, be involved in your kids' life, guys. Get in their sports, right? Get in their their kids' activities. Um, let them to uh, enjoy. And hey, here's the thing that just popped in my mind as I ran over a speed bump. A buddy of mine, uh, I had him listen to an episode. And he said that you can hear my phone vibrate, right? So I'm sorry if y'all are hearing the bzz, bzz, you know? I'll have to remember to turn that down. But um, at the same time, at least then you know, hey, he's got a call coming. That's that's why it bleeped out for a minute. So, um, yeah, I don't know, dudes. Uh, I don't know. I enjoy being just a dad, right? And so when it comes to, you know, I'm still... Like, I'm, I'm just as much of a womanizer as anyone else. Oh, there's my phone.
Oh my goodness, I didn't pause it. Okay, sorry. I had a... Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to go back and edit this. So I'm gonna add a flag. But, um, I had to run an errand for work and I had to drop by my kid's school. And it, I'll tell you, it's awesome being able to see my kids. I don't, I don't know. It's so... I just... It's a great feeling to be able to see my kids while they're at school doing their thing. You know what I mean? Like, I know they're at school. They're... You're learning whatever I'm gonna say they're not learning right now she's playing kickball um, the one I saw but you know it's like recess you know what I mean but let's see it's it's my kid she's on the field she's playing having a good time with her friends I love it you know like it's, it's she's grown up you know and she's not in my possession so I just I'm just kind of watching her you know what I mean I'm just watching her do her thing and then she sees me and she waves and, and I just you know blesses my heart you know what I mean so I love that so and girls, girls are so cool like that. Uh, my sons, my sons will probably like give me a head nod and go about their day. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, what's up, dad? Back to kickball. You know what I mean? But the girl, she sits there, she stands as I drive away. You know, she's watching the whole time. And I just, it's cute. So, anyhow. All right, yeah. Back to what I was saying. All right, guys. Okay? I'm just as bad as any other man out there. I'll, I'll admit it straight up, right? Like, I, I will... Um, I don't want to say lust would be the word, but I, I womanize or, or maybe womanize isn't the right word either. Right. That's the one I used before. Um, I would look at a woman and check her out. You know what I mean? Like I'm just like any other guy, I, you know, we, we have to keep that side of ourselves. And I think it's, you know, I personally, I think it's every guy, right? I don't, I don't care what you say to me. Every guy is looking at a woman and he may not be having lustful thoughts over her, but he is, you know. Uh, measuring her up on some scale of attractiveness, right? I think I think everyone should admit that. And while that's fine, we need to be careful where we allow those thoughts to go to, right? And that's where we we can't let it pass that point. Um, so whenever I say dancing that line, right? I'm I'm saying stop on you know your level of attractiveness with that girl. Don't let it progress past that point. Don't let thoughts enter your head past that point. Um, nip it, you know, nip it. And, and uh, even if it just means telling yourself, eh, I'm good, you know, train yourself, right? Um, it's like anything else. If, if you are, and it's like the Apostle Paul says, right, in Scripture, he, you know, he, uh, what's he, he uh, wages war with himself or he, uh, you know, he's fighting the good fight, he's training. It's not just a natural thing it's a progression it's it's practice it's if you're playing sports it's you know you train yourself your muscle memory it's your it's your subconscious that you've taught yourself to do right <clears throat> so if you want to get yourself where you're not you know being inappropriate you gotta you gotta take steps and, and work on that and I gotta work on that you gotta we all gotta work on that right and we gotta bring ourselves back to the right level of it um, if we cross the line so um, but yeah, so, um, all, well, how did all this start? Aside from me deleting my entire clip from earlier. It's a little crazy how I got this place. Um, but yeah, so keep, keep yourself in control. Don't, uh, don't go after all the moms. We all, you know, like, it's like anyone else. I, I once, uh, I had one guy, his wife right when this was when I was younger his wife was smoking hot okay so my wife can't get mad at me now um 
because I didn't know her at the time, but his wife was smoking freaking hot, okay? And I remember, you know, like, we'd be talking to him, and we're like, man, you know, like, you've got to, like, enjoy that, you know what I mean? And he was like, she's just like any other woman, right? She's going to piss you off and annoy the crap out of you, just like any other woman out there. Like, there's there's only so far looks can take you, right? And, and there's still the mental side, right? There's uh, Every woman is just as crazy as the next. And I think that's what he was trying to explain to us. It's like, yeah, she's, she's good looking. I get that. But I'm just as tired of her as, you know, as you are of your girlfriend who's not as good looking. You know what I mean? And so it was one of those things like, you know, I never thought about that. You know, like there are still, you know, some crazy women out there, you know. And just something I've kind of always tried to remember is that even if a woman is smoking hot, that doesn't mean like she's better than my woman. You know what I mean? Because there's still that personality side. And that weighs much more heavily on longevity than anything. So, I don't know. I don't know if that helps at all or, or not. But I do I do recommend finding a woman you have uh, similarities with. And, you know, I mean, not that, you know, differences aren't always a bad thing or a good thing. But, you know, you're going to be different. You're going to be the same in different areas. But, um or separate areas, I don't know, so, alright, now I'm just running along with this whole segment, and uh, don't really have too much more to say on it, but, bullet points, um, don't try to, don't try to impress other women, right, and this is, this is a summary of, of this segment, don't try to impress other women, um, let your woman know you care about her, not only by doing things for her, but by, uh, you know, when you take her out, do, you know, dress a little extra for her, even if she doesn't, she doesn't have to, let her do her thing, right, but let her know you're going to dress up a little more, just because you want to show it off to her, you know what I mean, and she's like, I don't know, you know, something like that, I just don't care what she has to say about that, I personally still do it, <laughs> um, part three, try not to dance that line of talking to other girls, right, you can, you can talk to girls all day long, some of us have girls at work we talk to, um, nothing wrong with talking to them, but don't let it, don't let it pass that point and, and don't be inappropriate and disrespect your wife in the process. And that's where, you know, I've found myself in the past where I've messed up. Um, we got to really keep those things under control and, uh, keep, you know, keep tight. Um, what else do we get from this? Dad, dad should embrace the love or not the love, but we should embrace the ability to dress like dads, right, to not have to impress people, to not try to show off, you know, how we look for other people and whatnot, um, we should embrace that, that point of, you know, being married and being dads, and we, we're past that stage of life where we, we want to dress up for others, you know, like, we should totally be in the stage of enjoying that mediocre attractiveness within ourselves. I don't know what you call it. Maybe some, for some of you, it's just how you've dressed your whole life. Um, which explains a lot. But no. <laughs> but no, legitimately, I think that's where this ends at. Is, you know, um, we should enjoy the fact that if there's a dad bod out there that women are going for, eh, it's just crap. Don't even pay attention to that. Don't try to have a dad bod. Don't try to do do healthy, right? Be healthy so you get more time in the future with your kids or you can try to, you know, beat off some of that stress your body's going to take from being fat, right? So be healthy so 
you can be more uh, physically able to do sports with your kids or play ball in the yard and not be exhausted wanting to take a nap. Go on bike rides with your kids. Do all those things so you can, you know, spend more time with your kids. And, you know, also that'll help with their health too because they're going to be practicing doing stuff with you and you'll be healthier, they'll be healthier. That's, that's a win all the way around. So, um, yeah, guys, it's like 20 minutes in this episode. So I could leave it like this. Of course, if I stopped now, you wouldn't have gotten a dad joke and you might hate me for the rest of your life. I don't know. I don't know if I have any more dad jokes for you, honestly. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any I got. All right, here's a dad joke for you. I've just written a book about falling down a staircase. It's a step-by-step guide. Mm-hmm. All right, and we all know the basics, right? Like, what do you call a cow with only two legs? Lean beef, right? Or, or what do you call a cow uh, with no legs? You know, ground beef, right? And those are those are okay, right? Those jokes are those are okay. But now let's let's get inappropriate and let's discuss um, mean jokes, right? Like jokes that are just wrong, but still still not too dirty, you know. Because, you know, like, people say, oh, tell me a dirty joke. Okay, a white horse jumped in the mud. Oh, yeah, snap, gotcha, right? But, um, you know, did, did I ever tell you about my friend, you know, Matt? You know, and, you know, of course I haven't, but Matt doesn't have arms, you know. And then uh, you start thinking, well, geez, you know, it's going to be hard how that happened. You know, you want to know the gruesome details probably. But then, you know. Uh, someone knocks on your door, you know, or tells you a knock-knock joke, so, you know, let's say knock-knock, you know, and you say, who's there? And I say, not Matt. <sighs> it's just, it's wrong. Because <laughs> Matt doesn't have arms, so it's obviously not Matt. But, um, yeah, yeah, there's jokes all, all, all over the place, all kinds of jokes, so. And, uh, yeah, you know, there's just always the way it is. Anyway, I saw a uh, real idiot at the gym. He put a water bottle in the Pringles holder on the treadmill. So, yeah. All right, maybe not maybe not that great, but whatever. You know. Do you know what color the wind is? Blue. Get it? Cuz it blows. So, um Yeah, uh I'll, maybe I'll look up some good dad jokes for you. I, I can't remember much. But, um, all right, here's one that says, While most puns make me feel numb, math puns make me feel number. Number. God, I messed that one up. Because, you know, number and number are uh, the same. Yeah, you know, people really got to learn traffic rules. Um, why are they stopping when there's a no-stop no sign for them to stop at? It's just, I can get annoying. This is why my kid doesn't know how to drive. Because she sees these other people and, and totally jacks everything up trying to follow what they're doing. And then they're not even doing proper driving skills. So, um, I took my shirt in today to get my Little League logo put on it. And um, got the uh, baseball cap made. Um, so visit some old friends. Yeah, that's what this morning's episode was about. Old friends, 
people from our past that we haven't seen in a long time, um, and us running into them or, or uh, being, you know, having them in our lives still and whatnot. So that was a good portion. Maybe if I remember, I'll talk about that later. If not, send me a voicemail and uh, remind me so that I can talk about it because that was a good ep- portion of the episode. So that was a good segment. Anyhow, um, leave a voicemail. Even if it's a dad joke, right? Like, here's here's the deal, y'all. I need dad jokes because being just a dad, I still got to have dad jokes for my kids. And uh, we got to talk about this stuff. So call my voicemail and leave a dad joke. And, um, and I'll tell you what, if you know my phone number, you can leave a dad joke on there. And then I'll just play it and record it at the same time so I can get it on the episode that way. And then you don't have to go through the process of leaving it in the, uh, whatchamacallit, um, through, through Anchor. Unless you want to be anonymous, then you can do anchor.fm forward slash cast your caraway forward slash messages, right? I believe that's it. Anyhow, it should be it because if it's not, then I'm giving out the wrong information. So, hey, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening this far. Um, we're going to take a break and come back this evening for the second half of our episode. So, stay classy, San Diego. Right? Come on. Y'all know where that's from, right? It's Ron Burgundy. Come on. You got to watch some TV shows, right? Or movies, whichever you prefer. But yeah. Alright, thanks. Stay classy. Woo! Well, good evening, my dear friends. It is 9.17pm. So, I don't know. What seems like a blink of an eye for you has been like 12 hours for me. Um, yeah. Good day. Productive day. Um, looking forward to tomorrow doing the, uh, oh, excuse me, you know, I have to yawn at least once, it's, it's uh, kind of like a rule now, huh, no, so, tomorrow, doing the dad thing, I am taking my daughter on the field trip, we are going to the Lowry Park Zoo, kind of excited, kind of not, um, I don't know, okay, let's, let's be truthful, right, is going to the zoo fun, yeah, um, is going to the zoo a whole bunch fun, eh, it kind of loses its interest, right, so, uh, not funny story. We used to have season passes to the zoo. So I've been to this zoo quite a bit. So I'm not really like dying to go. You know what I mean? Like been there, seen that. You know what I mean? It's got the t-shirt. And I, oh, you know, no, that was Lego Lame. I actually did get the t-shirt from Lego Lame. Um, but that's, that's another story I'll tell you in a minute. But so, uh, yeah. But, you know, my daughter, she's excited. This is going to be a, a dad and daughter trip. And granted, it's a field trip, so she gets to feel like she's, you know, participating with school. And her dad's there, and that's supposed to be cool. And so that is why I'm excited to go, because I know she's going to really enjoy it. Me and her really click. She's like a little mini-me. A little bit crazy. You know, she has all my quirks and uh, none of my good qualities. So, uh, no, I'm just kidding. She's got all my good qualities. But, um... So yeah, so we're gonna go do that, and then afterwards we're gonna go cheer on the baseball team, and then head home from there. So we'll probably get home, if I had to guess, nine nine o'clock tomorrow night, and then uh, start another day, right? Because that's what we do. So I'm excited, she's excited, we're gonna have a good time. Um, but yeah, so t-shirt for another day story. 
So Legoland, right? Um, I don't know if you've ever been to Legoland. It's a great place for kids. Um, I would say probably more aimed towards 10 and under if I had to, if, you know, if I had to be picky. A lot of their uh, rides and stuff are more for the younger age, but there are some that 10 and 11 year olds you know, can still enjoy. But it's, it's definitely aimed for the younger group. And then they have, you know, kind of like a Duplo world, you know, which is the other Lego stuff, the bigger ones that are for the littler kids, which is even better. Um, but yeah, but kids love Legos, even adults love Legos, so you can get into it with them and have a good time. But they also have a water park that's connected to Legoland. And I'll say in this water park, we did go one time, well, we've gone numerous times, but, um, my shirt was soaking wet and, you know, we had, uh, finished our time there and we were going to leave and I didn't want to wear a wet shirt. Right. So I was leaving and they wouldn't let me leave the water area. And I'm thinking like, okay, so let's say I refuse to put my shirt on or say I lost my shirt. Are they just going to say, you know, sorry, you can't go out this way or something. You know what I mean? Like, it, there's only one exit, and if you're not letting me leave because I'm not sure, what are you going to do if I don't buy another one? Anyways, I'm not the person who stirs up trouble, so I say, of course, I'd love to buy a new shirt, and I love Legoland so much, I got the t-shirt, and that's how I got my t-shirt. So, uh, kids uh, think it's pretty neat because, you know, they like Legos, so dad has a Lego t-shirt. How cool is that, right? Um, with my friends, they kind of look at me like, eh, probably not as cool as you think you are, dude. But they know reality sets in. I am that cool because I can wear the Lego t-shirt and still feel good about it. So, anyways, it is the end of the school year, which means award ceremonies. So, if you have kids in elementary school, you've probably gone to three award ceremonies already and now you have the fourth one you've been attending or about to attend and how exciting is that you get to sit in the chair and wait and wait and wait and wait for your kid's name to be called and then your kid's name is called you get to stand up and cheer woo, and then take your pictures and take 10 more pictures, all of the exact same thing, hoping at least one of them comes out so you can post that on social media. And maybe someone's posting a video of it at the same time. And then you wait and you wait and you wait. And then it's over, so you get to go see your kid, right? You a little five minute, you know, two minute little hi, you know, like afterwards, I, I, I came, you know, I saw I'm a good parent, you know, you do that thing. And they get one more picture with them holding their award and they're smiling. They're like, yeah, look at what I did. Perfect attendance. And I actually missed two days, but whatever. You know, or, you know, I got great grades, but I didn't try. But my parents made me do all the homework and I hated them and screamed and kicked. And it was terrible for them. But, you know, apparently now they get the award. And, you know, but let's be real. Some of you moms out there, you're living your life back through your kids. And those awards, you are considering yours we all know this is true. We all know that some of you parents live your lives through your children, right? I'm sorry, I know that kind of came out of nowhere, but that's just kind of how this works sometimes. And so you're proud of your kids' awards. And, you know, you might as well should be through your kids. And they did a great job and fantastic. They have something to look at whenever they get older. Look at how smart I was. But I'll tell you this. In third grade, I got AB honor roll the entire year. Okay, and I'll be honest, it's the first time that ever happened. But here's what I remember distinctly about my AB honor roll, right? Like, so good that at the end, I got an award for getting AB honor roll all year, right? Like, an award for the awards. 
And uh, here's what I remember about that. My uh, stepmom was taking me to the school early almost every day to make up the work I wasn't doing in class. And then I had to stay late after class to do the work I wasn't doing in class. And from what I remember, that was quite consistently. So if it was up to me, I would have gotten the F honor roll all year. But it was my mom who took me and took care of it for me. And therefore, that award really belongs to her. And, you know, never did say thanks, mom. But um, I think she knows, you know. And, uh, yeah, that's just kind of how some of that stuff works, right? I mean, our parents get us through it. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be where we are. We wouldn't get the awards we've gotten. And so we should cheer them on uh, or thank them for the awards that they cheered us on. And understand why they get, you know, happy whenever we get them. Because it's kind of like their award, too. So, yep. So, your kid getting an award, that's your award, baby. Enjoy it. Relish it. Uh, you know what? I want to see social media pictures with you and that straight ease for this nine weeks award posted. And, you know, that whole, uh, you know, student of the month thing. I want a parent of the month sticker. And I want it on my car. That's what I want. I, daggone it, I'm going to start making them and selling them myself. And if you steal this idea, I'm going to be upset because you know this is a darn good idea. Parents of the month, wear School of Hard Knocks. I don't know. Name it. It's there, right? I mean, legit. I didn't even put it on my kid's school. You know, such and such elementary school, parent of the year. Yeah. Eat that, parents. You wish you were me, right? Going through car line. I purposely go slow. Make everyone in the other lane pass me just so they have to read my bumper sticker that says how good I am. Right? Eat it up. Um, I mean, but I'm, you know, let's be totally, you know, humble and, uh, you know, not prideful about this because that's how a good uh, parent of the year would be. And yeah, I just made it parent of the year because you got the award for getting the award now. So not only did you get that award for parent of the year four weeks or four, four quarters in a row, now you got it for the year. Go you, you rock. That's what I think we should do. Anyways, just my suggestion. I'm not gonna, you know, throw stones or, you know, anything like that. I just think this is a good idea. So, anyhow, saying that made me think about those carnivals and uh, the games, you know, at the carnival. You know how they got the little balloons and they thumbtack them to the board and you throw the darts to try to pop the balloons. Get the award, you know, or you get the little stuffed animal for you know popping so many balloons and whatnot. That seems to be the only game I can actually win at a carnival. One time, only one time did I win the game with the little bottles and the softballs, you know, where you throw the ball to hit the bottles off and break it. Yeah, so only once did I win that game. But I don't know what made me think about that other than uh, whatever. So, but yeah, but I mean. Okay, let's think about this. There's also the goldfish game, right? You know, a little, flick the little ping pong ball, get in a little goldfish bowl, take a goldfish home, right? I mean, that's that's sensible. I can see that game being a little bit easier to win because, hey, how much are goldfish? How much do they really cost? Not much. I mean, if you breed goldfish, <laughs> you could literally spend 20 cents and create a population of like a thousand. So let's say you charge a dollar for three balls to toss you know if if one person does that you've already made your profit so do that enough consistently and you're making money and not to mention now one of those stupid games is probably five bucks for five balls and now you're making a killing right so i mean 
these people know what they're doing. I mean, at least, I don't know. Here's what I just decided. Decided If I'm running off of the circus, I'm going to be the guy with the games. And I'm going to have the goldfish game. So, plan on that, right? Not to mention, I could, I don't know. I, they don't, I'm just trying to think about like those sideshows, you know, like the bearded lady, you know, the dragon man or whatever, you know. I wonder if I could get into one of those things and be one of those, you know, like, I'd probably be like, you know, the werewolf man, you know, because I do have a lot of chest hair and everything, so I think if I grew my, like, if I didn't trim my beard or my hair and just let it all grow, man, my hair would probably connect from my freaking head to my toes, right? And I could be the werewolf guy, and you know, I don't know, I'll, shoot, you pay me enough, I'll howl for ten bucks, you know what I mean? Like, I don't mind. So, just a thought, you, you know, we got to keep those career options open. We don't know what's going to happen to us in life, right? Especially now we got the coronavirus shot going out. So who knows how many zombies are going to come from this thing? Um, I know you've seen that TikTok video where the person's got the magnet and they stick it on their arm where they got the shot. <laughs> like it sticks to my arm, you know, and then on the other side, they're like, I didn't get the shot over here. It doesn't stick on this side. Hmm. Kind of interesting how that works, right? No, that's not a tracking beacon that just injected in your arm. Not at all. Don't even worry about that. But could it be? Yeah, it absolutely could be. Just like it could be aliens abducting people from outer space. But we know that's not real. Anyhow, I only say that because it's cows that get abducted, not people. So I hope you guys had a great day. I've had a pretty good day. I uh, appreciate you guys listening. And you have anything else for you? You got anything else for me? Nothing. You know, you could, literally, you could, um, I don't know, send a voicemail, right? Anchor.fm slash cast your caraway slash messages. You know, you heard? You could do that. Anyway, do y'all know uh, what priests do? Uh, you know, like what they say whenever they need to get rid of the insects in the church. They say, let us spray. That's right. I'm leaving you with that one. So, hope you all have a wonderful night. God bless you. And stay classy, San Diego.